If you've been listening carefully, you know we're in a heinous situation, and that's the whole truth. This week on The Hapless Heroes. Gee willikers, we could really use a plan right now. Hello and welcome to Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. And we are going to start this evening the same way we start every evening with me introing our cast. And I'm going to start from my riggedy riggedy right with Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. We're going to riggedy riggedy wreck these grave titans. To his right we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. You thought you could harm us? Ha ha, foolish monsters. To his right, we have Nicole is Boris the Butcher. All right, let's kick some ass. To her right, we have Zach as Pregnart. I would like to kick ass as well. To his left, we have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Looks like one more push to victory. I might have screwed up my right from left, but it doesn't matter because uh, the next person along the table is Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just, I really love Phil's intro. Uh, My team will defeat you. To his right, we have James as Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. We left off at the bottom of initiative, and we cycle right back to the top of initiative with Boris. All right, you know, Boris. Is going. Anybody that does fantasy anything in a draft, you go down to the bottom, and then the bottom gets to go back up. <laughs> I promote edition six, a rule change. You go down, and then the last person gets to go again, and then you go back up. But anyways, see you guys at the end. <laughs> that's it for James until 50 minutes later. seriously that's <laughs> until literally why I just, comes out that's literally why I just buffered everybody because I was like I don't get a turn until the end of the episode so y'all have fun with whatever I can give you yeah that's one of the problems of having a table this big is combat sort of gets a little bit clunky but we were due for yeah. a combat beat it's it's really tough to win with this in, 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 a, in a pacing scenario. So I'm really, I'm really happy that you guys have been so patient with me, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. But anyway, we're at the top of initiative. We've got Boris. Boris, do Boris things. Uh, so Boris still has Slim chilling, if I remember correctly. Yes, that is correct. And you have a um, help action. So, so Slim is just like floating around me, I guess. Yeah, and she's essentially pr- helping provide that distraction, that extra sort of like, you know, flittering and like getting in the enemy's face that would confer you the advantage um, on your next attack. Okay, so from my current position, Boris is gonna reach up to where Slim is and pull Slim down and basically wrap Slim around her neck like a scarf and then yeah. stride confidently forward 30 feet. And Yeah, then she'd let you do that. Just flick her day and then you know once i'm i'm in position 
let Slim go back to doing Slim things and flick my dagger at number one. Oh, Slim, treading the line between feather boa and actual boa, is uh, a hell of an accessory for your strut on down what could be almost like a runway towards the enemy. And then there's flicking of daggers. Is that an attack? That is an attack. All right. That is, a, uh, I, I guess, technically a sneak attack because I am being helped, so I have advantage. Uh, yes, that's how it was described earlier, and I'm certainly not going to fight that explanation now. Uh, which one are you going after? I'm going after one. All right. All right, that's going to be the one. 29? Yeah, I think 29 will hit. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty seven. Twenty seven damage. Ooh, okay, and that takes us to it reduces that to just under zero hit points and it hits the ground. And makes a constitution saving throw. And stands right back up. Ah, shit. These regenerate. They have undead fortitude. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be a thing. All right. So uh, is there anything else you're doing on your turn, Boris? Right, Boris is going to cock her head and look at it a little confused and then use her bonus action to dash back just behind Jarrell again. Not actually hiding, right. but still just, you know, dashing to that behind yeah. a bigger person defensive area. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Should... I want to ask for clarification. So with the confusion spell, it says each creature in a 10 foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range must succeed a wisdom throw. So does, does that mean anybody who enters that sphere has to make a wisdom throw? No, because no, it's, it's just, yeah. it's just when you cast it. It's if the effect were to linger, then yeah, like if I, you know, my sickening radiance right stays around, but your target mm. is just that thing and it goes off and then the spell effect is over as far as I, the area of effect, right? Just wanted to make if sure. It okay. leaves, yeah, if it, if it, le if it, the spell would specifically tell you if that effect or whatever thing is happening would affect an area for the duration of the spell. Otherwise, it just affects whatever, you know, whatever creatures I see. in the so, range that you choose. Okay, it continues right. on, uh, affected by it, an affected target then, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Right, exactly, and that's I, it. I just wanted to make sure, because I have to keep yeah. concentration on it, so I just wanted to clarify if if it was like a Yeah, it's only area. on what's already affected by it right now, unless otherwise specified cool. in the spell. All right, cool. Okay, so that is Boris's turn. We are on to Hedrick. Yeah, Hedrick sees the chaos in front of him. Um, which one looks the healthiest? Um, 
Do I have that Possibly perception? Number th number three was the most recent one to be bloodied. Oh, I mean the healthiest. I mean the one that hasn't been hit as much. Yeah, I, I think that's the best indicator I have. Okay, okay. Well, he wants kind of hard to, to tell when they're already dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, number two, um, he's going to cast catapult. Yeah. Well, yeah. Number two, you haven't seen move since it's hit the ground. Oh, really? So there's number one, who's uh, just been but reduced to nothing and uh, gotten back up. Number three, right. which is in bloodied, but I mean the most recent one to get bloodied, probably in the best shape overall. And then there's one that's in sort of blasted further away that's okay. looking pretty rough too. I guess he's got to go after the one that he originally charmed with his enemies abound, catapult to number three. Yep, yep. that's, uh, and that is, uh, yes, the confused one mm -hmm. as well. Alright, what is catapult going to do to him? You're in my way and you're going to pay. It's really not my fault. And as I play, unlike a trebuchet, you'll feel my catapult. And he's casting this at fifth level to try and really knock it down. Um, the normal spell is first level with 3d8, so it's going to get 7d8 bludgeoning damage. But what are you catapulting? Anything that's like 20 to 25 pounds anything in my vicinity. I mean, it says the weight can be increased, but the damage when I cast at a higher level is harder. So yeah, but like, what? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just more asking for flavor purposes. Like, what are you flinging at this thing? Like a big stone, like a, you know, if there is a, like, you know, severed, you know, undead. What about that body that element? hit Jarrell? Yeah. Something that's like in front of me, something, you know, undead the small, that they threw at us. Yep. The small undead have actually all burned away. Ah, Nutcracker. Yeah. So I'm looking. I'm looking for something that I can easily be like ripped off one of the undead titans, or just like ripped out of the ground and thrown at them. Yeah, there's got to be something here. It's a wasteland. There's always boulders in wastelands. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. It's a wasteland now. This this is this is heaven. <clears throat> Thirty-four bludgeoning damage 34 bludgeoning damage it takes it right to the grill and as a bonus action he's going to inspire boris should it come back around to her and this one's uh <clears throat> it's relatively on the fly i uh got this one down in last episode <laughs> waiting for my next turn bum 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 Hey, kid, do you have a dagger? Better yet, could you do myself a favor? There's some real evil magic going down. And we need a thief who will make them bleed, who won't let the heroes down. B-b-b-b-boris is the best. <laughs> Boris! Boris! Boris is the best! Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, man. I was going to keep loading up my fighter stats. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to, I give up on the bard. Well oh. done. Well done. 
Oh, you're you're the insulting bard. We've been through this. <laughs> <laughs> we love you both in different right. ways. I still got a D8 out of it. If you were both singing, it would kind of yeah. take the magic away from one person singing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, you each Fair. have to have your own talent that separates you. Yeah, and Mike, you're like the insulting but still motivating mother of the group. Mother. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel Fair. like that's the... I, I'm being sexist. I, I should say parent. I, I feel like that's the tropier thing. Fair. Yes. Because Quinn, I feel I'm, like it's below Quinn to write songs for us, but Hedrick is happy yeah. that we that he's part of the group, so he's like constantly trying to, you know. Right. I mean, what I write is stories yeah. about myself that you guys are like bit bit parts in. <laughs> right. You just you remember your. To, you guys have to survive so that I can survive to continue to write these stories. <laughs> Well, I think, I think, and also Hedrick is just making sure that he really cements his place here so that no one leaves him behind ever again. Right. Well, one of my, one of my traits on the sheet is that nobody stays mad at me for long since I can diffuse any amount of tension. I love a good insult, even ones made at my expense. That almost naturally attaches me to Quinn. Right, because you're never going to take anything he does or says to you personally, because he's just, nah, whatever, he'll get over it. That's I didn't, I, that was, that was chosen. I didn't write that, you know, trait on my own, but, you know. If anything, this shows that you can have two bards in a party and still have a great time. I think so. True. Yeah. Well, Hedrick is, uh, resound. He's, like, inspired Boris in the past, but he feels after everything that he's been through being trapped in that diamond that everything is a new performance so he stands he stands resound we're cool with that all right um anything else uh, you're trying to do on your turn uh sticking next to jabrell <laughs> sounds good okay felix uh it is your turn okay um so I'm going to do something a little bit different than just Eldritch Blasting. I know Warlocks love it. I love it. But we're going to try something a little bit different here. Where number two's crater is. Yes. How far is that crater from one and three? Um, it is, let's say one and three are about 10 feet apart. So it's right between about five feet there. You'll love to see it. Okay, so centered on the crater where number two is, I am going to cast... Synaptic static. Ooh, so, so you're gonna see Felix. Yeah, right. So you're gonna see Felix kind of like you know weaving, like you know, like weaving his hands together, like you know, forming, forming sort of the magic, right, pulling it out of the air, and then he's just gonna kind of like shove both of his hands forward, and you're not gonna see anything actually come out of his hands, but it's almost like the, you know, like the shock wave, right? There's like you can see the air moving, right, hits that center point, and then explodes out into a 20 foot radius sphere. And every creature in that 20-foot radius sphere has to make an intelligence saving throw. Ooh. Ooh, earns. Let's see. Six. Four. Zero. <laughs> so, yeah. Stuff. Oh, one fell out the floor. It's going back in here. All right. So they're going to take, it's 8d6 um, psychic 
damage. Ouch. So let's see. Six. Five thirty-two psychic damage, um, and after the failed save, the targets have muddled thoughts for one minute. So during this time, so the next for the next minute, um, they have to subtract a D six from every attack roll, ability check, and Constitution saving throw to maintain maintain concentration. But all of their attack rolls, which is going to be the most important part of this, you have to subtract a D six for every attack roll they make. Ooh, that's neither compelling nor fun. Those are debuffs. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and then as a bonus action, I uh, saw the number one st stood up. Not a big fan of that. Firing a bolt of radiant light from my f from my head, from my crown of stars, right at his face. All right, so uh, things go at face of uh, number. Ooh, will a thirteen do it? I rolled a two on the a die. Thirteen but it's plus, won't. Or, 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 sorry, for, sorry, 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 sorry. Fourteen. Fourteen. A fourteen matches. Okay. Wow. Then it's gonna take forty twelve radiant damage. Yeah, I mean they are fucking huge. Yeah, right. It's kind of a big target. Uh, uh, we got 17 radiant damage to number one. 17 radiant damage to number one. Uh, Felix is looking proud. He's feeling like he's really, you know, just trying to blast away at these things in whatever way he can. They all are, like, all muddy, muddled and muddied from that attack on their undead psyche. And he's gonna tell, he's gonna tell Slim to stick by Boris. Give her the help action. All actually, right. wait. You know what? No, no, no. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retcon that. I'm gonna re rewind that. Um, because I see him struggling, and as much as we like to butt heads, I really do respect him in a way. Uh, I'm gonna send Slim over to Hoblet, conveying him advantage on his next attack roll when was, we get to him. I was right. gonna say when you it's do the also... whole we, we butt heads thing, like, it, that could have been any of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, uh, really kept you guys in suspense, <laughs> wondering who I was talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. And someone yeah. else had already given uh, Boris some sort of advantage uh, action. Uh, I mean, it was it was it was Bardic inspiration, a little bit different, but so. it doesn't matter because yeah. I Hoblet's going to be next up to smash something. So he, I, I want him to have all the help he can get, so he doesn't end up, you know. At the end of this, like looking, like doing that whole Travolta looking around because everything's dead by the time he has a chance to swing his hammer. We can't yeah. leave our smasher smashless. So that was the end of Felix's turn, correct? That is the yeah, that is the end of my turn. Um, so, you know, I, I feel right. like I did my part. Fantastic, yeah. Uh, number one is just barely clinging to life, shambling oh. on in pieces. I should note because I did take an aggressive action against one and also four, the one that was flung far away, they are immune to the save from my Among the Dead because I've, I've obviously taken a hostile action against them, so they can now take hostile actions against me without having to make a save to choose a new target. Number two and three... Oh, actually, no, I guess all of them. If they were all dealt damage by me, they all know that I'm a threat now. That's just yeah. a thing to put out there. Okay. Uh, understood. So that's the end of Felix, and we are on to Pregnard. Pregnart casts uh, haste um, on Jarrell and twins it 
Oh shit, you guys are about to be fast AF. That means. And uh, more re resilient. What did, I, as I say, I don't think we've ever cast right, haste on the show. This. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay, haste. Uh, it's a third level transmutation. Choose a willing creature that you can see within range. Until the spell ends, the target's speed is doubled. It gains a plus two bonus to AC. It has advantage on dexterity saving throws, and it gains an additional action on each wow. of its uh, <laughs> That action, that action can be used only to take the attack. Uh, one weapon attack only. Dash, disengage, hide, or use an object action. When the spell ends, the target can't move or take actions until its next turn as a wave of lethargy sweeps over it. But it lasts for one minute. Whoa. Okay. Fucking a pregnant. So what is this What is this stipulation? Uh, that action can be used only to take the attack one weapon. So like if you get extra attacks that, that like Jarell does, right? Because yeah, he gets multiple attacks per action. It would only right. be a single... It would be only a single like weapon swing, not all three of his swings. Or four. Yeah, it'd be... It'd be it. I, yeah, I would get four. Be, however right. fucking many it is. Yeah, would, yeah, yeah holy crap. You have to rein that into one extra weapon swing or it... Yeah, that, I think that was, that was done intentionally to make sure that paladins couldn't already continue to break the damage barrier every time right. they attack a single target. I mean, you figured out that. Uh, while... While Pregnart casts that, he uh, sort of uh, jogs and uh, gallops in a, in a tight circle, going, Giddy up, giddy up, get up, get up. I love it. <laughs> me. I fucking love it. Big ass frog legs, like knees going all the way up to his shoulders. Hoblet, Hoblet has never been this quick. Right. I was just going to say, like, I feel like it, there would be like a wave that kind of came over us. And Jarrell might just be like, oh, yeah, look at me. I'm fucking athletic. I'm Jarrell. I'm going to be a god. And that's exactly what like what what the hell? And maybe he like jumps up in the air once or twice and like does a little shimmy. I feel like he'd do something like advantage on dexterity throws. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's never happened in my life and I'm like three hundred years old. This is this is a new feeling for me. <laughs> oh, so, Hobbit is tingling. He's 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 juiced right now. Anybody who's ever seen Leon the Professional, I just took my fucking crazy pill. <laughs> need to go. Yeah. If you haven't seen Leon the Professional, watch Leon the Professional. Why have you not seen Leon the Professional? And if you have, congratulations, you have good taste in movies. That's, okay, uh, that's all I so got uh, we are on to the enemies, and numbers one and three are definitely going to shamble it about, but before we get to that, number three is under a confusion spell. Uh, Quinn, what are the effects of this spell? All right, so seven. The creature uses its action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach. If there is no creature within its reach, the creature does nothing this turn. All right, so it needs to... Now, its nearest creature it can attack is 10 feet away, which is... Let me see. 
It has to be within reach. Oh, reach is 10 feet. So, yes, great sword can Hey-o. do it. Uh, so, our confused friend, uh, yeah, does do that because uh, he would. Uh, um, enemies abound would tell him to do that anyway. So, we will make our attack roll. Just does extra insurance on the enemies abound. Does anybody's yeah. abound still affect it? I thought it was done with that. I thought it passed that one. No? Oh, it's still going? Good. No, but it's redundant because it's un- he's under uh, effects of confusion. Well, it's redundant. It's redundant specific to this effect that he rolled on confusion. It would it could we could have had multiple effects pop off there, but because this oh, one is the yeah. same result, it's is he yeah. is is this one reacting to something? Is that why he's do he's acting? I think it would it would have to right. It would have to be using so, his reaction to. Do so this. I didn't I didn't realize that that was the case. So it, it does not take any reactions. It can't react. Well, no, no. If it tells you, if it says that it makes a melee attack against it, no, no, no. What I'm saying, the spell itself itself says an affected target can't take reaction. Okay, but But it's also telling it on its turn. Yeah, to attack. Part of its turn. Yeah, and that's what's happening is is it's this creature's turn. It's making its attack action. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's It's not someone else's turn. Gotcha. Yeah, it's compelled to do so on its turn. This um. Both of them are hits against uh, the other one. So he just swings over at the number one and smashes it repeatedly with a great sword, obliterating it. Let's see you stand up from that. <laughs> um, it's a hell of a roll, but let's see. No, we roll a net one on the undead fortitude and it is completely yes. destroyed. Yeah, let's take it. Sure. Okay, so uh, enemy number one really doesn't get to do much of anything either. Um, Enemy number four is going to roll in from 35 feet away. It's been sort of walking forward. It is about five feet behind uh, the craters where they initially were. Okay. Oh, never mind. It is uh, five feet in front of it. It has a move speed of 40. We're good. Say it's pretty tall. It's got like a long stride. <laughs> yeah, big, big, and it is going that to uh, one from the back. Doesn't have any melee range, but it can hurl zombies like nobody's business. And it is going to do so. At, um, it's going to throw it at Jarrell because Jarrell's in front with a nat twenty. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, that's a spicy meatball. So, uh, yeah, if it gets max die damage, that's 40. I think that's a rotten meatball, technically, right? That's that he's being, like, that's being hurled at him. That's 72 bludgeoning damage. Holy fuck. From just absolutely getting blasted by a zombie. Just a regular zombie. This one apparently was probably, I don't know, a little on the hefty side or something, you know, a little extra mass uh, in that hit. And it just hit you square on dead center of mass. And then is disintegrated. <laughs> yes, it is disintegrated because it's it's burned in its grossness, and most of that's burned off by Jarrell's holy righteous aura of righteous holiness. 
and uh, that leads us right into Jarrell's turn. Um, how far? So how far away are each of them? There's the one that's still confused, and number one is dead. Yeah. Yep. And number, number two one is, is very crater. dead. Number two is in a crater and isn't doing anything to your knowledge. Nobody's checked on that one. Number three um, is still confused and sort of swinging its sword around, smashing, continuing to smash at the pulverized and continuing disintegrated body of uh, Grave Titan number one. It's really starting to get pretty disturbing, to be honest. And number four has finally caught up a little ways and uh, just uh, thrown uh, one hell of a sinker right into the uh, midsection of Jarrell. Um, is so if I'm going towards number four, do I walk past number two's crater? Um, number two's crater is uh, dead center at that 50 feet point. So if you do make it 50 feet into uh, the old uh, gravity circle there, you will see the number two crater. Um, it, you really only need to get about 10 feet from it, though. I want to go towards it, but then move. So I have what? I have 60 feet of move without dashing because of the haste. Yeah, you've got all kinds of movement. You're absolutely going to be able to move over that on your way right. towards uh, number four. Um, I was going to say, you are yeah. super fast right yeah, now. Right. Yeah. And uh, you can see it. it's not dead, but it's so pulverized that it's struggling to move. Like it's twitching its limbs, trying to pull itself up, but its arms don't bend the way they need to to push him up anymore. All right, uh, so as Jarrell's running off, you hear, that one's not dead! <laughs> I will, um... <laughs> I will... Jarrell just took a little bump of haste. Um, I will swing at number four twice, and then as my second action, because I get two actions, uh, thanks to haste again, I will use um, Lay on Hands. But let's do the attacks first. Okay. Probably. And actually, the second attack cannot be used. The second action, right, from haste cannot be used to cast Lay on Hands. It can only be used to take the attack action or the oh. dash, disengage, or right. use an uh, object. Okay. Right. So you're just smashing this thing to smithereens is really your only option here, bud. Well, I got two hits on it. Um, I'm going to wait to see what my second action is after my first attack to see how damaged it is or what it's looking like. Um, now it's time for the quality math montage. Divine strikes by faith and soul, but there's so many damaged dice to roll. A mighty righteous slashing barrage. It's a paladin math montage. Yeah. Yeah. Not certain that was perfect, except I think you said bath montage instead of no, math. That's what I heard yeah. too. I heard be, be like that's boy, which is fine because that makes it super funny because it would be a bath montage. And I don't, that was epic. But I, did anyone else hear that? I heard math. I heard bath. I heard bath. Is the, is, no, is the, dra no, is no, the dress blue or gold? Just great. leave it. Just leave it. It's fine. Okay. Yeti it could be Laurel. the great. It could be the great mystery of the show. Did he say math? Did he say bath? What's? 
What kind of montage is it? Is Jarrell bathing? I give myself one take, one Everybody take to do all of one this. One take. Shit. Everybody knows the rule. <laughs> Laurel That's or why it's so impressive. Is it Stephen Fennel? Is it Stephen Jennel? If they don't know, I, I don't know. It's forty-three radiant damage and fifteen slashing on the first hit, uh, and then fourteen slashing and. Um, 48 damage on the second one. 48 radiant? Yep. Mm. Yeah. How is it looking? So it is pretty um pretty wrecked. The first uh the first attack doesn't quite do it. The second one yeah, that does it. You can uh you can be descriptive. Oh, I killed it. Yeah, uh, you killed it on the second shot. So the first hit I lop one of its legs off. And it kind of like tumbles over, and then I just like impale its gross zombie head with the sword again, and then it's dead. There you go. Yep, the head and legs are uh, a few steps apart, but yes, you've got enough movement to cover that ground whilst you fell it. Um. So I can I do anything else with my because I have a second action, but I can't use lay hands. You can dash. You can again. I can dash you again can dash. back to the ground. You could dash so far yeah. right now. Yeah, you could dash right now. Okay. You can dash Which if you want to. You can Dude, leave just your run friends thirty behind. feet away and then come back. Uh, I will. I will run back to the group again, just like a speed deer. That was live. Ha, 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 yeah. And then back. It's, it's like it's like the flash. Just like. Did you see what I did? Did you see what I did? Like all we see is a blur of like like the you know like the anime slashes that linger in the air, right? There's like the slash like like light, right? Right, and then all of a sudden this grave titan just falls apart, and then Jarrell just zips right back over. Like, hey, yep, <laughs> I just um, did that. <laughs> meet me. And then uh, I'm gonna use turn the tide to give us all one d six health back. Don't even need it. Um, also, kind of far away. What's it? What's my charisma? Did anyone get hit? Nine, nine. I'm looking awful. What, what Jarrell did? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Despite running around he's like a madman, he's turning the tide for himself. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I can't, I can't lay on hands. So, all right, uh, that will be it for my turn then. You just have to turn the tide in a hands-free manner. <laughs> His oral skills are, you know. It's a, it's, Stop. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's it's active ritualizing. Stop. <laughs> All this right. is what they're here for. <laughs> so that is Jarrell's turn, and at the end of all that, you are struck by uh, whatever lethargy is uh, also uh, part of that haste spell. I think you miss most of your next turn or something. No, I'm sure it's we'll only that. Uh, it's only when the spell ends. So the spell's on for a minute. Oh, all right. And when the, yeah, spell, yeah. when the spell ends, we can't move or take actions until our next turn. So it's not after every time. It's after the minute's up. Holy shit. It's, uh, yeah, holy wow. shit. Yeah. So we like, should be good spell. for combat and then... What a spell. Yeah. All right. So, uh, both, yeah. You know. Anyway, I uh, like... 
You go ahead. Yeah. It takes us out of uh, Jarrell's turn and into. Oh wait, Quinn. wait, wait. Did I did I run past three? Within without was, that, was uh, I at any point within fifteen? Yeah, feet you would have had to have run past three to do that. Yes. So then I did damage to <laughs> him as well. With your spirit dogs. <laughs> yes. How much? Hold on. Yes. How much? Jarrell, I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God. <laughs> Thirteen. Oh yeah, no. Well, it it deals the damage, but it's still and there. By oh, Klingadin's beard. But I also hit number two because I ran within ten feet of it to look in the hole. So um, it, 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 you hear some sizzling and popping noises coming out of the hole. <laughs> okay, good. You should talk to a doctor about that. Oh, gross! Right. I've heard worse come out of a hole. Like what? I don't know. That's a gross joke that tells itself, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. There is no story needed here. We just leave, yeah. just leave it. Leave it there. Yeah, we can take that to our own. Special you business. you always want them. You always want to leave them wanting less. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it's the other way around. Unless it's us, we need to leave them wanting less. <laughs> like significantly, vastly, disgustingly less. Just bequeath me your answer later. Yeah, see, that's what—that's the kind of thing we're talking about right there. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> Quinn. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to attack with my short bow. Give it a little bit of damage. All Quinn, right. I swear to God. <laughs> I see James shaking his head. What? Oh, if you I kill, kill it, you're going to be mad? Listen, what else do I have to do? I've right, well, given all my I, buffers away. Right, that was what I was just thinking. Is like, there's really I can make you invisible if you want me to, but... No, that's okay. Actually, I forgot I'm invisible, so don't even saw yeah. that cool stuff. His leg just fell off and he died. <laughs> 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 no idea what happened. Oh, that's so much better. We just saw the dust, like, uh, flinging up from the ground as he was running. That's all we saw. <laughs> a leg just goes fell, like, we hear a voice go, you see what I just did there? No, no, we didn't. <laughs> what the hell? Um, so I attack uh, with my short bow. It's a 17. That does hit. Yay. Okay, cool. Um... Or damage. <laughs> Four damage. Listen, good it. job. It's a wooden arrow. What do you want from me? <laughs> it's got but an arrow sticking out of however, it now. However, <laughs> I get extra attack, so I'm gonna attack again. Uh, and that definitely hits. Uh, twenty-three. Yeah. Twenty-three hits. Hey, this time it's gonna be a nine to hit. Nine. Okay, it also takes nine. It is no longer an adventurer. It has taken arrows to both knees. Ah, nice. Uh, I did not kill it, though, Hoplitz. So there you go. You have not um, killed it. I am going to... Does everybody have inspiration at this point? Like, I can give it away. I don't. You can't even pass uh, out inspiration. Oh, Felix? All right, hold on. Uh, let me... Let 
me come up with a, a little comment to you. Well, you don't have one pre-written for me, man. I like the other Bart better. Oh, wow. Oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know I'm kidding. After you die, you will melt away to nothing and spare us the trouble of cleaning up your dead body. <laughs> it's kind of a self-cleaning oven. Being honest. There you go. Backhanded compliment. That wasn't even a comp. There was no compliment anywhere in there. You now have inspiration. You are now Thanks. inspired to to hit me in the back of the head after this battle. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Take it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Dick at the dominant Hennen. The moment you've all been waiting for. Hoblet, we've reached your initiative. Well, let's fucking roll. Let's go. Um. So the sizzle and popping for the layman, that means that that one's dead. We're assuming that that one's just dead, number two. Or it's I, I taking didn't, more didn't. damage to, to comedic effect. It doesn't really matter. It's not a participant in this combat at this okay. point. Okay, okay. Because I could go smash his head just for good measure. You, you could, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's flavor for right now. Number three is it. still on its feet to some degree. Right. So that's... That's the one we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna pull Trixie up. Yes, and and the, the scene is set. Everyone else is faded into the background. It's like the beginning of the, the early Ninja Gaiden game where you Except got the two ninjas on either side of the background. Arrows. Jarrell yeah. literally faded into the background because he's invisible. yeah, he was invisible the whole time. Um, all right. Well, here goes nothing. Yep, that'll hit twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, oh, where's my This is why I didn't go and attack the thing, because I knew there was going to be a lot of blood and guts here, so I stayed far away. Wow. I needed to keep my coat clean. Spoken like a true bard. Uh, 13. Gross. Um, so riddle me this, Batman. You can war priest here. And then I can attack again. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, yes. so that we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do that. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. That's a twenty-eight. That'll All right. hit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you know that a fourteen will hit at this point. Yes. It's common knowledge. Have you guys heard of the game Getting Over It, right? Where it's like you're like this like dude in like a like a kettle and you're like using like a, like one of those little hammer things to like climb your way up like an impossible like mountain. It's a really frustrating kind of game. I imagine that's what Hoblet's doing with Trixie. He's like he like this is leap into the air. He like smacked it and he's like lifting himself up with it. He's just smacking it and just you know what I mean? Like yeah. just just going further and further up this thing and just smashing every single part yeah. of it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Honestly, I know that game is very frustrating. Here comes number three. Uh, oh, Christ. Ooh, the seven looks a whole lot like a one, but it's not a one. It's a seven, which is, is 17. It, and it's it doesn't matter. Use an operation. Well, so that would be fine, except I have plus 10 
to Trixie to hit, which is a 17. And then I also have the ability to give myself a plus 10. If he wasn't feeling, yeah, oh. if he wasn't feeling confident, right. right. Um, so yeah, that'll, that'll hit. You don't need inspiration ever again. <laughs> That's 20. The last one's 20 damage. Okay. So you did a whole bunch of damage. Yeah. All right. Good. Go ahead and be as descriptive as you want for how you utterly destroy this thing beyond all recognition or ability to regenerate. So what you're describing, Fran, is like top bottom to top destruction. Okay. Pretty much like you're so, like literally using the hammer to smash into it and then raise yourself up to well, smash higher. I feel like this would be Hoblet's version of it. So the, no, you know, you got quite the leap with haste. You know, right. so. Oh, you're right. So that's well, why I'm, I'm picturing gonna, this. I feel like I'm I'm gonna sort of turn this dude into a, a somewhat of a human ladder for myself with my hits. So, uh, oh. the first hit's gonna be like mid thigh. So I'm hoping that that breaks his thigh. That I'm gonna step in the broken thigh and jump up and smash his arm with the second hit. Oh. Yeah. And that'll break his arm, and then I can jump up on the third hit, and then I'm like up in the air, two-hander, even the, oh, wait a minute, I have my shield. Yeah, he, he drops his shield off to go two-hander for Trixie, and fucking smashes the dude's sculpies. And then he goes and gets his, his shield back. It's like, it's almost <laughs> like you see like shield hits the ground, and then like Grave Titan falls, and Hobbit just like, all right. Okay. So yeah, as I say, it's almost like you see like the shield fall, hit the ground. The grave titan fall, hit the ground. Hoblet climbs off his head, picks up his shield, and just like walks back to everybody. <laughs> yeah, dragging Trixie on the ground just to get the the guts and blood off before we shoulder her up real quick. Wow, that was fun. Thanks for leaving something for me. I think you should talk faster because you're hasted. It does not say anything about speeding up hobbling. I just speed. think it would be funny. <laughs> I don't even know if I could do a fast hobbling. But yeah, now we're good. Then, uh, then the spell ends and Jarell and I collapse in exhaustion. Yes. Takes you a whole six seconds to catch your breath. <laughs> Six seconds. Six seconds is a lot of time on a battlefield, especially one where um, the forces of Valen herself are clashing with the forces of the undead, gigantic grave titans being almost the rank-and-file soldiers and other gigantic constructed and grown monstrosities taking to the field unnatural colored lights streaking in each direction six seconds is a long time i will and say with, that uh, before that happens i do my lay on hands because i definitely need to do that okay jarrell you do lay on hands fair. and make sure that you count that when the time finally does come though six seconds is quite a long time and with uh, the energy drained from Jarrell, the field 
glowing from the sword of justice begins to flicker ever so slightly. The undead hordes inch ever closer. Only about 45 feet now. Ooh. Um, now, uh, we did we know which direction we were supposed to go in? I think she told us that uh, she would... I think, well, he said, she said just, you know, like... To, to keep climbing right right and that like everything like, like even just the area that we're on is already on like a grade i think i remember dave describing right so i think we just need yes. to start heading up the hill so jarrell's yes. gonna turn to hoblet hoblet do you have yours he's gonna point to his uh two angelic mastiffs that he's got circling jarrell still because it hasn't been a full 10 minutes yet um and like if we could both be on either side to even protect if anything gets through my sword's aura. For Hobbit to also have spirit guardians out, right. so you guys are essentially just like a walking undead shield. <laughs> <laughs> what level is that? I think it's three. Third. It is. Let's do it. So that way we can protect everybody in the center while we're marching up. Alright. I believe that Hedrick would definitely be playing a soundtrack while we are marching up. Like I imagine uh, it's like pitch black, right? And they have that one little beacon of light and all the monsters are surrounding just on the perimeter. Yeah, like the sky is almost like clouded with this like there's just like the fog of war, right? Like all the bad like the literal like heavenly battle like good versus evil like above had too so hedrick is singing well i'm just a bard with each part of me i'll let you know what i'm all about well i'm just a bard who loves inspiring there's no way that i'll shut my mouth whoa valen bless my strings whoa we'll see what fate will bring Wow! Wow! You you fantastic! You, 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 I was gonna say you put that's a that's a good one to pull out of your pocket right there. That's a good cover right there. I'm just a bard. Mmm. <laughs> Damn. I mean, we're mm. marching. Mm. Yep. As you continue to climb the hill, the undead burn away from you at a radius of about. What did we say it was? Um, Is it 45, 45 feet? feet? Yeah, it was feet. Okay. For some reason, I, I had the number. I lost the I lost the units, but it's feet. Yes, 45 feet away. The hordes are burning away. That's not terribly far. It's um, a relatively small pocket in the din of this battle, occasionally passing by some sort of celestial who's thankful for the little bit of respite that your circle can provide. They generally don't move much beyond to kneel and catch their breath then pick themselves up a few seconds later as you march on by. Casting themselves back into the battle, hacking away at the rank-and-file zombies and skeletons and other rank-and-file undead. Making it a little bit further up the hill, you crest uh, what seems to be some sort of uh, small ridge, being able to see a little bit into the distance above the heads of uh, 
the fighting forces uh, to all sides of you. You can see what look uh, like some number of uh, titans. Not even as sloppy as the grave titans and wearing uh, some sort of full armor that are about maybe Jeez, what's about a quarter mile? About a thousand feet ahead right now? Far enough away where they would take some effort to get to you. Close enough where they would be able to notice. Um. So, as we're marching, uh, Jarrell in his helmet will say, uh, Valen, how far am I from you? Continue uphill, not much farther now. Okay. I, um, I, was say, I say we keep marching up, and if those things try to intercept us, maybe we'll have the high ground at least. How long am I invisible for? Um, that would Quinn. be a question for the person who cast it. You are invisible until I end the spell, I think. Was it? There's usually a max duration on that, though. It's like yeah. I think it's like an hour, though, or like eight hours. Was it greater? Oh, yeah. it might have been. Yeah, it might have been. Greater is only one minute. Oh, no, it's, okay. it's yeah, it's concentration. So yeah, you're you're visible now. Okay, yep. that's fine. I just I I felt that was good information to have. Um. So we're supposed to go towards where the armored ones are. Is what I get gathered um, from. They're slightly downhill. Like you, you could probably get uphill and pass them if you were to get at least about a thousand feet off to their right. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna try to go that way because those things. I mean, they're not easy to kill. So. Yeah, they're just gonna slow us down more. No, and so uh, so you continue to move along to the right. Can I say uh, we're, we're going at a pretty? Oh. Sorry, are, are we? Can we be moving at like a pretty good pace? Like not like the full. I don't want to yeah. leave anybody behind, but as fast as the party can move, I think we should be moving that fast. So we're moving as fast as Hobbit can move. Right. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much since uh, you are using the entirety of your time moving and moving at a fast speed. It could be inferred that if you were to break it down to combat turns, you were both moving and dashing, since nobody's trying to do any attacking. You know, yeah, we're moving about six, you know, 50 to 60 feet, 50 feet then per six seconds. So, yeah, moving at a good clip. Um, I did cast Spirit Guardians, also at a fourth level, and my Spirit Guardians are Snapping Turtles. <laughs> Duly noted, Spirit Guardians, Snapping Turtles. Is it fourth or third for you? It's third for me. It's third, but you it's can cast both at a higher you. level. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So mine is is more damage. Right. But I have I hate all my fourth level spells, so I like to cast all my other lower spells at fourth level because they just it amps them up a little bit. So I'm yeah. casting it at fourth level. Wonderful. Uh, okay, uh, the party continues on, and we're just going to make some totally unrelated checks over here behind the screen. I hate that. Right. You don't, though. You think you do, but you don't. And now he's making a face. 
I feel like your turtles have to be like Gamera, where they just kind of float around you like the spinning Gamera thing. Anybody know you? Gamera? So, the way that I read the spell, I'm, I'm making all of you immune to it. So you guys can come within 15 feet of me and nothing happens. So I'm picturing them to be like ghosts, kind of. So the way I see it, there's like, around me, it's just the ground is covered with ghost turtles. <laughs> but they're bigger because right. you cast it at a higher level. Yes, slightly larger than average. Slightly larger, moderately spikier ghost turtles. Like the we'll take Mario's, yep. uh, Mario's Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the kind of Mario can't jump on. All right. So moving along. Um, let's say you guys make it a little while. Are you guys uh, checking on anything or just, uh, you know, like eyes on the prize? Yeah, I was going to say eyes on the prize. Yeah. Singular focus here. Yeah, unless there's something jarring that would like pull our attention away, I feel like we're probably just following Jarrell's lead. Yep. All right. Does anybody have a passive perception better than 15? I think Boris, Boris. does. You hear some rustling uh, far off to your left. How far? Um, it's very faint. It's tough to tell at this uh, level of quiet. You're the only one who'd be able to hear it, apparently. Okay, I, I, Boris will draw everybody's attention to it, but quietly, or maybe not even everybody's attention, whoever's closest to Boris at that particular moment. Who would that be? Pick one of us at random, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with Jarrell, actually. That seems like the like the right answer. Alright, so how when far do you make away the right was... answer? How far away was it that you noticed it? Jarrell kind of slows down a little bit when you say that. Yeah, Boris just like there, there's some rustling off to the left. I'm I'm not sure where, but I hear something coming from that direction. Um just stop for a second, because I know that. Boris has good instincts, and then just look and see if there's anything over there that really catches our attention. Coming around an outcropping of boulders uh, from just downhill, but moving at a pretty good clip, are ten titans. Not um, not quite as rotten as the grave titans either, with the zombies falling out of their midsection, but fully armored and somewhat more articulated. Okay, uh, can we move faster? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'll run as fast as these legs allow me to go. Unless someone wants to give me a ride. Uh, Jarrell picks up Felix again. Hell yeah! <laughs> Onwards, mighty steed! Okay, um, Jarrell. <laughs> um, I just want to inquire about the whereabouts of the 40-pound sausage. Shit, I can't pick up Felix because, well, I could put the... No, I, that sausage is gone. You probably left it behind. Oh, I still got the sausage. Did he, <laughs> he never did anything uh, that would require him to have put the sausage down. Uh, Jarrell throws the sausage back to Pragnart. 
Uh, and <laughs> and <laughs> just throws a 45 pound sausage over a pregnant. Oh, that's a How weight much room. How damage does pregnant take? A lot. Yeah, um, that would Pregnard, kill someone. Um, Pregnard, I'll, I need. I'll try to catch it. Well, okay. Make a strength saving throw, please. Need... Like a medicine meatball. This just feels like strength saving throw. Yes. <laughs> it's probably not so good for you. Fifteen. Oh. Fifteen. Wow. Yeah, Pregnart, you wow. catch it right to the chest, and while it staggers you in place, and you have to stop moving to steady yourself and grab this thing with both of your limbs and, like, your entire core, you do manage to catch it. Mm. I take a bite. <laughs> it is delicious. And he's toast. He's toast, right? Like, Chorizo is no oh, more. Yeah. Chorizo is no, 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 Chorizo no. Chorizo is been perfectly cooked. Chorizo is yes, a very well, well cooked sausage. <laughs> Do we forget our own character toast? <laughs> no, we did not. Yeah. <laughs> no, but to be more accurate, toast never forgot. I think that Chorizo was both uh, cooked and killed. By some electrocution that we, we under some magical interference, yeah. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Arisa would have wanted this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my Thank god. You. Thank you, Phil. The uh, rumbling so- gets closer, and you can see that um, that the uh, ten titans are uh, pursuing you at a dead run. Okay. Yeah, Jarrell picks up uh, Felix and starts again going as fast as he can. Uh, can somebody make Hobbit go faster? As we run, I think the rest of us run at thirty feet. Well, sixty feet. Can I cast? Can I cast haste again on Hobbit? Well, it's risky because it's only a. Before you do that, how far away are they, Dave? Uh, they are now about five hundred feet away. Okay. Um, if, so not if, necessary right if, now. If while we are running, they make it to 120 feet, I could slow them down. Right. Could you also make Hoblet fly? No. no. I, uh, you don't have, you I, don't have I, that I, one. I chose, to, I chose to replace fly with some other more uh, useful spells for Felix personally. Um, oh, oh, Jar- so one thing that Jarrell... Well, no, we're sprinting. Never mind. Not going to do it. Yeah, we're sprinting. Yes. Let's go. Continuing to sprint, uh, you approach what appears to be a little bit of a gully going up the hill with uh, sort of rocky outcroppings on both the left and right. You're have, you will have to go up this uh, little, um, little channel to get uphill. Okay, I stop sprinting the, uh, for a second to let Hoblet catch up, and I hand Felix one of the Omni Bombs. Oh, there's that. <laughs> Leave it for a minute. Okay, uh, I will happily take one of those. Yep. The hordes of undead have thinned out considerably in this area with the much uh, rockier terrain and much steeper hill. Okay. And back to climbing as fast as we can. Back to climbing, and you guys are going to head up this uh, this uh, this area, this culvert, um, going up the hill. Mm-hmm. I think yep. that's the right word. It sounds right. feels right. 
Because you said when we I got here that everything's kind yeah. of like upward. It, they did one line that goes progressively. Yeah, up. we just got to keep going up. Yeah, there's uh, there's sort of a narrow area you have to go through before you have more options in how you're going up. Right. And uh, these guys have now gotten to about 200 feet behind. Okay, we're still. But I mean, yeah, we're 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 yeah introducing elevation and stuff here too. So yeah. Um. Hmm. Okay, that's that's fine. Not doing. I'm not doing anything yet. Hedrick totally okay. uh, spaced that he had a bandolier of omni bombs. I don't think at any point he removed those. And even though he was casting catapult and curious as to what was around him, he never realized he was wearing this <laughs> bandolier. Inventory <laughs> management. Way to go, Javel. <laughs> All right. So, have you have you are you stopped or have you uh, started uh, heading back up this uh, area now? Oh, uh, I thought we were all still just climbing. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're the party climbing has resumed climbing. climbing. Yep. Things have gotten a little narrow through here, but uh, you guys are able to keep a uh, pretty steady pace. Uh, these larger creatures have uh, reached the base of it by the time you are about 120 feet up uh, up the thing. Right, and I feel like it's gonna be a little harder for them potentially to like. I don't this know, is, get through here, hopefully. This is your 120 mark. Yeah, this is your 120 mark. Slow him now as much as you can. He said they're within 120 feet. Well, okay. Feet. Are they struggling? Are they struggling with, like, climbing up, or are they still kind of easily able to ascend where we just, where, where we are now? Um, it, It's kind of about 50-50 that's keeping things a little even right now. There are places where you can get through easier because you are smaller. There are other places where you would have to take time to climb over a boulder, for example, that they can either step over or push out of the way. So it's sort of a push right now. Mm, okay, actually, this is not going to work then. Uh, yeah, I got I got nothing that's going to really actually slow them down. I'm, I'm holding on. What about your Eldritch Blast? Right what about your Eldritch Blast? It'll push you back 10 feet and slow them down, right? I mean, I can do that, but I mean, I have to. Oh, boy. Uh, we willikers. Mm -hmm. We could really use a plan right now. No, once per turn. So I can only like really even with every volley of three, only one of them can be slowed. Yeah, there's ten of them, and you have a hundred. I mean, we need to we need to do something. Yeah, Hedrick could be. I mean, casting I, first level I mean, spells, his catapult, just like releasing these, uh, you know, omni bombs into the air and whacking them with his loot to at least create some sort of concussive barrier. My thought is because yeah, I mean, because I mean, I'm, I could be firing. I I could be firing Eldritch Blasts and everything like that. But this is time I could be spending climbing and getting. The so here, away. this is what this is exactly what I'm thinking. I'm carrying you. You're not climbing. Well, you oh, OK. I thought you put me down. No. So if no, you're still carrying me. Yeah. Ah, yes. So if you're still carrying me, then we good. And I'll just start firing Eldritch Blasts off your back because yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. As soon as they're within range, I would say, start doing that to try to slow them down, push them back. 120 is the range. Yep. Yeah, 120 is the range. So I'll just start firing volleys. Yep. And Hedrick, you shouldn't stop to do anything except for run. <laughs> well, my range on the catapult is 150 feet. But it takes an action instead of moving 30 feet further. It does. We're getting ahead of you and you're catapulting behind us. 
Just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. If they're encroaching, I'm, I'm trying to pick them off. Felix, you can also drop one of those bombs if you want. <laughs> Depends I'm on what gonna you want. I'm going to hang on to it. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm hanging out. So, have any bombs been actually released down the hill? Nope. Hedrick is doing that. Yeah. Hedrick, what are he's... what are you setting these bombs to if you are sending them down? Uh, I could I could send one. I'll go I'll go ten seconds. And if the hordes are encroaching, they're surrounding it. And ten seconds is the cluster bomb setting, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, we think. Yeah. If they're all consistent. Yeah. They're not. <laughs> right. That was the thing I mentioned is that none of these are really going to ever have the same effect. Like, you know, like are guaranteed to have the same effects, but that's can be inferred. 10 seconds would be, you know, two actions for everybody to climb up these things. And I think that's enough time that Hedrick has his tumbling fool as a bonus action. He can leap and flip and tumble. Um, with acrobatics with no problem. Yeah, he's literally flicking these things down the hill like while he's flipping around. Like, this guy's crazy. Yeah. So if an action is to cast my catapult uh, and I can send this thing 150 even without the amplifier, you know, he'll set a 10-second delay and just kind of, like, create a crater within them and try to break them up a little bit. All right, um... Yeah, and you're able to kind of uh, send them down this uh, this canyon uh, pretty easily. Um, they they start hitting, and the first one explodes as an explosion of prismatic, multicolored glitter. But even that glitter was doing some sort of pitting, corrosive damage to the armor. Others were concussive. One was sonic. They all would hit and would uh, do their various kinds of damage, and these titans are worse for the wear. Still climbing, but uh, slower now and in uh, diminished numbers. And, and looks uh, like only five of them are left now. And Felix continues to shoot them with ten foot back pushes and the lethargy, right? Doing what I can. I'm doing what I can. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not sure if anything's going to hit because, like, you know, but like, I'm just, I'm just firing as many blasts as I can because it is a cantrip. So I'm well, just, you know, you, like I'm a fucking machine gun back here. Yeah. Because you have to hit, you have to roll to hit on those. It was only in that one that did. Yeah. That was the other ones. I mean, Dave, do you want him rolling over and over these every time he, every six seconds? No, we don't need to be doing that. <laughs> just, okay. you know, yeah, the, like things are being hit. And, you know, I'm not trying to fish for just nat ones without reason. That's. And I was going to say, I, I rolled, um, we'll just say I rolled like three or four sets of attacks just now yeah. and like the lowest I roll was a three so yeah like if, if I was trying to play this like a straight combat encounter I'd have had you guys roll initiative we're just sort of doing right. things in broad strokes here to keep the action moving right yeah so I'm like pushing them ten feet back I'm slowing like one down with each volley yeah um, the push affects all three that get hit though so like I am able to continue to keep pushing them back a little bit yeah um if anything, just to keep them within the effect radius, right? The blast radius of the Omni bombs. So it's sort of like a tandem effort, right? Like trying to make sure that I corral them close to, you know, to, to the like point of impact, right? Yes. So, like the epicenter. Yep. You are simultaneously kiting them and damaging them at a pretty good, uh, pretty good pace. Uh, their numbers are diminished a little below half by now, and you're starting to get pretty close to the top of this ravine. 
I had seven Omni Bombs after the last one that I threw, so let me know how many you think I would have expended climbing up this. Sounded, sounded like from his descriptions there were at least three expended. Okay. Yeah, let's let's say yeah, let's say you've used three of them then. Okay. So you guys have hit the uh, are hitting the top of the ravine now, and as uh, you sort of crest to the top of uh, this area and uh, leave the walls of rock and stone on either side, you see a uh, citadel looming in the distance, maybe about a quarter to a half a mile away, hundreds of feet high of stone where uh, where you had previously thought it was a hill or a mountain, is an impossibly large fortress in a mountain pass. Awesome. Onward! The other thing you see is on the path, almost in exactly in between you and this fortress, are another ten of these uh, these titans. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> these are the armored titans, not the grave titans. Yes, yes, these are the new armored titans, and they turn eyes undead holes as they are. Uh, still emanating some sort of baleful red gaze and they begin to shriek with some sort of unholy noise from their mouths as they start to charge in your direction. Would they... Pregnard takes another bite of the sausage. <laughs> Would they all be... still delicious. Would they all be assumed... Uh, what is this? I don't know what CR means, but... Challenge CR, rating. Challenge rating yeah, challenge over rating. three. Over three? Yes. Over. They are... I don't know what that means. I don't like. I don't know what that equals. Chal so I just, challenge I, rating. Challenge rating goes up to thirty. Right, but like, I so what's a three? Like, what characters like, like fall a, under a three? Like a specter, or like a, you know, like skeletons would be way less than that. Zombies would be way, way less than that. So it balances uh, to four player characters of level three being able to evenly match one of these things. That's okay. that's what a CR three would be four players. So just little peons. Yeah, because I'm like yeah. feel like I should be able to do something, but I can't. Little to medium peons, but yeah, nothing yeah. like these big guys. Yeah. Duly noted. Yep. And they charge uh, at you with their uh, with their unnaturally fast long gait. Are they armed with anything? They are armed with uh, the same gigantic great swords as their Grave Titan brethren. But these, instead of being rough-hewn uh, slabs of metal, appear to be something a little more uniform. A little more sinister, black with some sort of red runic inlay and a cruel hooked point and uh, razor, uh, razor sharp edge. So, um... I don't know if anybody else has anything, but once a day I can ask Clangadin for help. <laughs> I mean, we're like a half a mile from Balin, but yeah, ask Clangadin. <laughs> I mean, we've also got 15 Titans on us, and I don't see Valen coming outside to give us a hand right now. Mighty Clangadin. Get us to that fort. We need not fight these beasts. Well, don't you roll? To see if he intervenes. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure. Point. I think it's like your it's like your cleric level plus something. Oh yes. Uh, ah, I thought it was like a percentile die, like 
Yeah, it's a percentile, and then the percent like the percent chance of it happening increases as he levels up. But it's supposed to be a low number. It's supposed to be a low number. Oh yeah, it's un- wanna... it's unseasonably low. I think it's I think it's literally like equal to your 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 cleric level. That I think it's my that's my that's my guess if I remember correctly. It's called divine intervention. Yeah, I'm here. So I roll the D100, yeah? Or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I did you, not you, get it. Yeah. Claiming yeah, it's not know. coming, boy. Oh, uh, you, you can't presume to speak for or against the will of Claiming it. Dumb time, I will. Hmm. The uh, armored titans are now about... Um, 700 feet away in charging. Is everyone at full health? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I am. Okay. I'm Don, only ooh. down three. Yeah, I'm only down three health, but I don't really have a whole lot left. Um, ooh. So, 500 feet. Uh, Jarrell. The only way we can go is forward. Yeah. Jarrell is going to lob. One, well, yeah, it's many. 300. Of, the uh, Omni bombs, he can set them all for timers. So I'm going to set them because they're moving pretty quickly, right? How fast are they moving? Like how many feet per second? Uh, 200 feet per like second. Advancing. He's just, yeah, yeah, they're like, just yeah, advancing. They're yeah. advancing in real time. I, I throw as many as I can in that time. I'm, I'm going to guess that okay. I can get five of them out set for different timers. So like 20 seconds, yeah. 10 seconds. 15 seconds, another 20 seconds. Yeah. You throw them all into an area, and as they and the Grave Titans uh, and the Armored Titans meet each other, maybe about 100 feet away, the entire area is enveloped in a 20-foot-wide column of bright alabaster light reaching from the earth to the heavens. And everything stops for a moment. Slowly, the light disappears, almost like it's crackling like a broken, tempered glass. And as the effect falls away, what appears to be a somewhat large, maybe about seven-foot-tall humanoid in gleaming armor stands in the way in between uh, you and the armored titans. All of the uh, omnibombs having... uh, either detonated or moved or vanished into plot holes because they're inconvenient to my explanation right now. Well, there goes five Omnibombs. God damn it. Uh, hey, listen, you made the choice. Just standing maybe about 50 feet in between either party, this gleaming figure in armor carrying what appears to be some sort of large um, hammer type object, burnished glowing gold. It uh, reaches uh, several feet long. So maybe about like two foot long and it uh, comes to this somewhat larger end and St. Cuthbert, the cudgel, or at least his spirit turns. Were you uh, expecting someone else? And if you like us, we can be found on the internet. (laughs) We're in Dutch places 
as Reddit slash R slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. We are on Twitter and the gram at Hapless Heroes. We are also on Facebook. Search for Hapless Heroes Podcast. All those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can meet and greet and hang out with us and interact with us and our growing community of fans of both this show and D&D and the nerd cultures and fandoms we inhabit together. Um... It's a great place to be. We'd love to have you. And if you're already part of uh, part of what we've got going on, thank you so much for being part of our community and helping us to grow it. If you really like us, though, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. At this point in the show, you've probably got one. You've found some way to get your fix of the dick and fart jokes that we uh, intersperse uh, a little bit of gaming into every now and again. Leave us a review if you can. Make it honest. We prefer it to be good. Now, if your podcast service doesn't uh, maybe leave you an option, we've got a channel in our Discord server. Hey, hint, hint, it comes up a bit in here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you could uh, leave your review there, and uh, if you do, we'll read it on air and recognize you as the five-star human being that you are. Yeah, yeah we got uh, Cody Joe 666 who just recently wrote us, and he just says, you know, what a great podcast. Listen to the amazing banter between characters and players. It's truly engage- entertaining. I feel like I'm sitting at their table and it really has me engaged and keeps me laughing. I recommend this podcast to almost everyone I know that listens to them. Five stars, hands down. Thanks, Cody Joe. We appreciate you, the five-star human being that you are. I'm going to guess, though, by your username that you've not heard the, the word of the good Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm going to guess you should... Wasn't it a 666 at the end? No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, or maybe you have heard it, and it just wasn't a compelling offer. I don't know. <laughs> Look, some people get different standards for uh, for their uh, personal deity. I don't know. I, mean, I don't really speak to that. But anyway, if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash haplessheroes, because I totally haven't offended like a good half of you at this point. You should totally throw money at our cause anyway. but Throw money you know, at these godless heathens. Yes, <laughs> I know. But um, yes, what, what your money really goes to is right back into the... Uh, to the development and the running and keeping this podcast uh, the level of quality that it's been in recording equipment and hosting costs in uh, you know, replacement equipment when we need it. And it's been a huge help and it's helped keep us, you know, ad free and raunchy and ribald as always. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal. Assemble a heist team made up of uh, a hot air balloonist, a, a French mime, a demolitions expert, and uh, a dog trainer, and uh, break into the third level basement of the White House to steal JFK's diamond studded nipple clips. <laughs> that was doable. Wait, but they need a calling no, no, card. They need a yeah. What's they need a calling no, card? No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's perfect as it is, and we're going to back out of it in a graceful <laughs> and rapid manner by outshoring our cast, starting from my right with the fabulous Felix Visibottom, played by Francesco. Oh, good luck with the cudgel, Mister DM. Good luck. To his right, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. I was expecting Sir Benedict Cumberbatch. To his right, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. Hmm, Benedict's yum. To her right, we have mm-hmm. Pregnart, played by Zach. Pregnart takes another bite of the sausage. <laughs> and it is still delicious. 
to his right, we have Hedrick the Entertainer, played by Phil. Thank Cuthbert. Well, ain't that something? To his right, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. Benedict, yes, we haven't had brunch in a while, have we? And to his right, we have Hoblet the Smasher, played by James. It's good to finally have some brains on Trixie again. My name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Goodbye. Was Climberdine Cumberpatch knighted? Biscatine Truscott. Kennedyne Bumberbatch? Goodbye. Engelbert Humberdink. Cumberdine Cumberdink.